Booster got gun shy. He started the recording a little bit late today. But what's up, Ballpark Beef fans? We're back at it again with another episode. We got one of the most exciting CS series, both of them, ever to talk about. And we're going to bring you some football. So run that music. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Uh, I hope you all doing well, because I'm doing well. <laughs> oh, guys, how you doing? Hey, man. There was some very doing? interesting news in baseball yesterday that makes us oh, very happy. Oh, man. <sighs> you know, we had, a, we had a Lone Star series in uh, the CS, right? 3-3. <laughs> and uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of people out in the media and stuff are proclaiming that a certain Texas team is a dynasty. Okay? But guess what? All dynasties must come to an end. Houston Astros, you fucking suck and you're done. You're out, okay? You're done. You lost. You lost. Get out, okay? I am so happy. They're frauds. Bunch of frauds, okay? Jose Altuve, you can shove it. Uh, Verlander, shove it. Adolis Garcia shoved them. And funny story about Adolis Garcia, he was once a Cardinal. He was once a Cardinal. <laughs> funny enough, you DFA'd him. And then the Rangers DFA'd him. He cleared waivers. 29 other teams didn't pick him up. And next season, he uh, won Rookie of the Year. And now he's him. He is him. Okay? Uh, but let's get back to the Astros. Um, yeah, the Astros uh, lost. To the Rangers, they will not be going to the World Series. Shame, shame. Sad, sad, right? Houston fans, uh, it, I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. Um, I really don't, okay? Uh, I'm happy the Astros lost, and that is why this is a great day. Last night was great. Um, and Philly fans, I hope you lose tonight too because you suck too. I hope the Arizona Diamondbacks go out tonight Whoever's pitching shoves, because I don't, I, I didn't look at the matchup. I hope Corbin Carroll hits a tater, um, and I hope the the Diamondbacks go to the World Series. And it's a Rangers Diamondbacks World Series, probably the least watched World Series that's ever gonna happen. Um, but yeah, fuck the Astros and fuck the Phillies, boys. Uh, thoughts on uh, the series so far? So the one thing that sticks out to me, I don't know if you guys noticed. Uh, in the Astros series, every single game, the away team won. Seven times, Interesting. the away team won. And they How say, often uh, do you see that happen? They say the whole thing about home field advantage, right? And the Astros had four games at home. Hell, Is it really but... home, though? Is it really home? They're both playing home games, both in Texas, right? They got their trash yeah. cans in... in uh... <laughs> in the Astros stadium. They, anyway, they must yeah. have not been able to hear the trash cans. Sorry. Dude, no, this was like, to be honest with you, this was a fantastic series. Um, what a story from Adolis Garcia, like escaping Cuba, playing in Japan, coming to the MLB, <laughs> being DFA'd twice, and being absolutely on another level in this series. Um, one other thing I will say, though. Erlander, mid. It's old. And the other thing I'll say is that Altuve is one of the best postseason hitters of all time, period. Point blank. You can't even knock it, dude. Like, Altuve is scary. 
scary to watch in the playoffs. He might have cheated on some of his of some of his hits, but I'm sure not all of them. Um, but probably one of the best second basemen that we'll ever see. And that's not even an exaggeration. I know you hate the Astros. I know. I know how you feel. I know Nick Salty Adolis Garcia is in his hitting tanks in St. Louis. I know he wants Randy Rosarena there too, but he can't have him either. Yep. Um, Altuve, one of the best second basemen of our generation. I'm just going to disregard the whole Altuve thing. Um, but Nick, how does it feel that your scouting department kind of just wrote off two uh, now all-stars? Uh, yeah, I mean, we suck at that. Um, and to add Clearly. another player, to add another player, um, we should have had Max Scherzer when he left Detroit. Suck. They, uh, he told Wainwright, listen, I want to pitch for the Cardinals. Tell them to give me something. They don't even have to match what he was offered. And uh, they never even answered. Mid. I mean, I, I don't get how stupid you could be, but I mean, it's under, that's out of my control. So I can't really do much about it except be upset. Yeah. Be upset and move on, right? Astro fans, learn from that. Be upset, move on. Next year's another year. All right. You know what? You know what another funny thing is from the Astros? Um, since twenty seventeen, they either won it or lost it every year. So like they like twenty seventeen, they lose in the uh World Series. I mean they win the World Series. That was the cheating year. Then they lose in the CS, win in the CS, lose in the CS, like stuff like that. That's kind of a crazy uh playoff story. You know, people say yes. how good they are. And they only have technically one accurate ring. It's a dynasty. That's why they're they're one of the best perennial teams in the AL. Cheating or not, you have to get there, right? I mean, How's it a dynasty if they only have two rings to show for? Because they've been in the mix every single year for the last half decade or decade. But it's not the the New England Patriots were a dynasty. They won seven rings in that span of Belichick Brady. The Yankees were a dynasty at one point because they won all those rings in that span of years. The Astros have won one with an asterisk and one legit, hopefully. I don't think it's a dynasty. I, I don't know. I think that they're dynastic yes, in, they, in they, a lot of ways. Dynastic? Dynamic? They're dynamic? <laughs> no, I said what I meant to say. They're dynastic. <laughs> I don't know. I think... Uh, I think winning it all is definitely the goal. I think being there and being in the conversation every year definitely has some, some weight and yeah, I, I'm sounding like an Astros lover, but I, I don't like that. They cheated. Yeah. Here, so let me, let me just stop. It's not that you're a lover. You're kind of just recognizing a real team, whether you like them or not. Yeah. Cause I mean, like Nick, you could vouch for this, right? Like real recognize real. All right, bro. If you're, if any team in the, hold MLB, up, hold no, up, no, no, real, time out. hold up. Uh, uh, okay. If okay. any team in the MLB makes the CS slash World Series seven years in a row, they're not like a good team. No, they're a good team. Obviously, I just fucking hate them. I understand. Dynastic. He, he, he sometimes, as much as you hate them, you have to recognize what they're doing. I I have a a real real recognized real thing. Jimmy never recognizes how good the Braves are every year. So oh. you're there's a difference. I'm, I'm I'm almost as big a fan of Alex Anthopoulos as you are. You understand that, right? You, know you that bash I love... the Braves any second you get. No, I, I can't stand the Rangers either because they took DeGrom. I, I do it for petty reasons, and I just, like, let me have my moment. <laughs> you wanted DeGrom to stay anyways? No, but I, he's, like, my favorite player. Like, let, let me be a little mad at the team that took him away. Like, no, I don't want the Mets <laughs> to have him, but, uh-huh. you know, here we are. 
And There's same a for difference the in that, though. It's like it's like the big brother that keeps beating you up every day. Like, yeah, you 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 hate you can't stand them day to day. And that's and the Astros like, to the fucking Yankees. Deep down, you respect them. I don't respect. Can't say them. the same. Exactly. I don't. So I would say that's a different situation because since 2017, the Astros made the ALCS minimum every year. The Braves only made the CS two years out of t- since 2017. So yeah, the Braves are a great team, but they're not a, like as good as a playoff team as the Astros. You want to talk about a choking dynasty team? Let's talk about the Dodgers. Ouch. You want to talk? You want to talk about an asterisk World Series championship, twenty twenty? Yeah, that that is a big asterisk as well. Um, yeah, I mean, Dodgers come in every year, win a hundred games, and I mean that's a, that's that's about it, right? Seems like the Braves are kind of starting to do the same. That's about Music it. In my ears, who's the next dynastic team? Is it the Orioles? I don't know. Let's. Uh, is it the Bay, Rangers? Maybe? No, it's not the Rays. The Rays are just like. I don't even know. I would say like good mid. That's how I would explain them. Like they're good and they're mid at the same time. Um, they don't spend money either. Like the Rays are, you know, notoriously known for not spending money. Um, and their their stadium sucks too. So no, it's it's not the the Rays. Um. Maybe the maybe the Orioles. They got they brought up all these young guys and their pipeline is still stacked. Uh and if they go out spend this year, get some good guys. I don't know who wants to go play in Baltimore. Uh but I guess if the money's right, why not? I, I wouldn't want to play in Baltimore. I don't give a fuck how good they are. All Park Beef fans, I'm gonna say this because I need the reaction. The Mets might be the next dynasty. They have to become a dynasty first. I said they might be the next dynasty. All right, so uh, Jonathan's walked away. Our producer has basically threatened to cancel the show. That was the worst oh, thing I could have boy. said. That was the worst take you've ever said in your life. Until the Mets can show me they can, they can properly rebuild this team, they're not a dynasty. The Yankees aren't a dynasty. They, I don't know when the fuck they'll be a dynasty. We could talk about some uh, some managerial changes for the Mets in their upcoming dynasty. Greg Council says that he would wouldn't mind the challenge of uh, managing or coaching in New York. That's a big that's a big dub there. Buck Showalter wants to be the manager of the Angels for God knows what reason because we all know Otani's playing in Queens next year. Ten years, four hundred eighty five million. Write it down right now. Um, what else do I got for you guys? Yamamoto is coming, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a stellar rotation next year. I mean, Yamamoto's just, just gonna be a New Yankee. No shot. He's going to be a New York Yankee. We're going to argue about this every week till he becomes a New York Yankee. Seven years, $250 million gets it done. Not going to lie. I kind of have my money on him being a Met. <laughs> Nick. Okay. Y'all both Let's put the bet in. Let's, Let's put, put the bet in. Four no, four I'm not a hater. Four, 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 four. Put a four, 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 four on it. If he He's goes to any other team, though, it's voided. Facts. I'm in. It's going to be a Yankee. Speaking of four for fours, we never went through this list of absolutely atrocious four for fours at the end of the season. I know I owe Nick like $50. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get that one day. One day. Usually I get it at the the next start of the uh, next season. 
I owe Nick 40 and just four for fours. Handed them things. Jesus. Oh my god, guys. Funny story. We haven't gotten a four for four in probably two years, so at least right, so. put it on the uh put it on the calendar. We'll just put it on a tab. Next time Jimmy's home, <laughs> we're just gonna buy ten four for fours. What are your thoughts on uh Dusty Baker hanging it up? Um great manager, fan. great career. Good guy. That's all I got. Great ejection. Saw the ejection in the CS? I did not. He was so mad. He threw the hat because the guy got rung up for uh intentionally hitting what's his name? After the big tank. Yeah, he he hit a dolies, uh, and it was intentional. But they thought it was intentional. I, I actually don't think it was. And then um, he got suspended. He appealed and lost, and it will be suspended next year. I think that's bullshit. By the way, he should be suspended right then and there. Yeah, it's I don't upheld. think it should carry over no. to next year. I think that's kind of dumb, honestly. Especially if it's upheld that quickly, like. Start serving it right away. If it's one game that you serve, fine, and then you serve the next game next year, but it should start right away. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So who we got tonight? I already said who I got, so. That's up to y'all. Please, baby. I want the Diamondbacks to win. Preach, brother, preach. I hate Philly and everything they do. I don't want in them any, to win, but they will win. Sport. Nah, what, what makes you say that? They're just they're just they're just them, bro. I mean, if Fox pretty them, good for the Diamondbacks today. If they were them, this series would have been over. Mm. He ain't wrong. They ran into it yesterday. Up 2-0. Now it's just a game seven. Can't be that much of a him. You know who is him? Tommy Pham with the leadoff tank in the last, or uh, first inning, second inning home run in the last game. Tommy Pham, X Met Alert. Let's talk about football. Let's get to football. We got about an hour to talk about football, guys. We have so much to talk about in football. I'm kidding, not an hour. Um, but um, we're going to start off with Fantasy Corner because. Uh, we were kind of talking a little bit about all fair. I was like, guys, let's let's save it. You gotta save it for the podcast. This is content, I'm sure, man. I'm pretty sure Jimmy said that, so stop trying to. That's steal exactly what I said. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, I said damn. it. So like, <laughs> uh, we were talking about. All right, so I'm in the I'm in the gutter right now in the division. Uh, Swear on league. your wedding that you came up with that idea. Swear on your wedding. Nope, nope, I'm Perfect. good. Um, I am two and five, seventh in the league. So before we were about to go over it, we we're going to talk about uh, kind of how I finish. And I said I'm winning out. That's it. I'm winning out. Uh, so boys, you want to you want to go into this in uh, my my uh, road to uh, playoffs? Yeah, let yeah, me. So uh, let's, let's just let's start here a, because let's look at it. We know you're not playing either one of us because we're we're top two in the league. I'm just gonna go and say it. Top three. Top three. We're top two. Top three. Top three. I almost beat him, and you did beat him. So, I mean, anyway, didn't have Jamar Chase. I didn't have JJ. Had Chase. I didn't have JJ. I almost beat him. Almost doesn't count. No, doesn't count. Only in horseshoes and hand grenades. So I play Jonathan week ten. Lost. Jonathan, you're gonna beat me? 
Yep, Dom. This dude, Cap'n. Week 10, let's see. I know you don't play me again. Tyree kills on a bye? Tyreek, absolutely. Tyreek kills on a bye. plays Jimmy week 13. Oh, no. Josh Allen's on a bye. Josh Allen, dub. Dubski, I'm winning out. I'm telling you. Nick has Tyreek on a bye the week I, I play him. Oh, Tyreek is not my whole team. Week nine, I play Ryan. He has ETN and Ridley on a bye. And Ayuk. Dub. Week 10, Nick, Tyreek, bye. He just put in Metcalf for week 10. So I'm like, projected to lose by one, and uh, we don't have kickers. Okay. Uh, what's next? Week 12 is Money Rail. He beat me already, but this team's kind of dog water. Um, week 13, that is the... Is that the final week before the playoffs? No, week 15 is. Um, week 14, I play Javi. And yeah, bro, this this is road to playoffs right here. I'm I'm making the playoffs at least as the five or six seed. At least, All right? Let's, you, I got yeah, you. you'll move up one spot maybe, but you're not winning out, bro. I'm winning out. Stop! I it. got you losing at least three more times. Stop oh. it! You're <laughs> such a capper. You're such a capper. All right, I know let me you're explain. not beating me, and I know you're not beating Nick. Let me sh- let me explain to you how I went out. Right? Let's go to the playoffs right here. I'm gonna pull up the bracket. <laughs> Week fourteen. No, no, nobody wants to here. hear you. Nobody, nobody wants to hear your road to all right. To, to so at home. currently, bracket is um, Juan Troncleta is the one seed. The two seed is is Jimmy. Both have a bye. Um, so Nick will Jimmy will play either Nick or Mass Man LB. Um, Nick will probably lose that matchup. Um, so then it'll be Jimmy Mass Man LB. Javi plays Money Rel, and that whoever wins that plays. Um, well, I'm gonna be playing Javi, and then I'm gonna beat Javi. I'm gonna beat Wanchon Kleta as an upset of the year, and then I'm gonna make the championship and beat Jimmy. Scripted okay. at its finest. And we're gonna Scripted. split the money. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, oh wait, take, you didn't make the. You sold in the playoffs last year. I'm gonna take even money. Somebody didn't play for me, that's why. Listen, Jonathan got lucky last year. Lucky? Yeah, if that stuff didn't happen with Hamlin, you would have got clipped. <laughs> I didn't get clipped, fam. Trust me. <laughs> I know, because it was guy no almost, guy almost died. Yeah. I'm not saying that's like, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying if that never happened, Jonathan would have got smoked. I'm just saying it's going to happen. And I just predicted it all right here on the podcast. So when it happens in January, question mark, December or January, um, it's, I'm going to go back to this podcast and you guys are going to be like, wow. He knew the whole script. He knew I mean, it all. It's a, it's a nice dream to have. He knew it all. Nick's not team all, is not all dreams. Not all dreams come true. So They, they will. Trust me, Pop. They will. You know what we should do for the listeners? We should post our uh, our rosters each week on Twitter. Yeah. Not, you know Give what's a... kind of crazy, though? Sorry, I'm cutting you off. But this oh, man good, just bro? said, hold on. This man Not just new. said, my team is suspect. But he said, I, my team is better than yours, and I'm the second best team in the league. Yeah. You'd be changing up your story way too much. Nah, Jimmy's team's honestly suspect. Keep it a buck with you. Yeah, I mean, sometimes huh. you can't keep it a buck, you know? You like the cap. My boy, Listen. my boy, uh, 
Listen, you got you got no idea what you're talking about, bro. Wait till JJ. Wait till JJ gets off the IR, and then it's going to be the three headed monster of Justin Jefferson, Puka Nakua, and Amonra St. Brown. Who's taking it down? I don't know because you had a similar team last year and you got taken down. So stop it. Did you we not? should go back to that game. We should go back to that game with the results. I either scored a lot and lost because the other guy scored more. I think I scored 150 and lost. Okay, that's not my fault. Pull, pull that he shit lost, back. Right? All right, I'm going to go there. Hold up. Don't matter how you, many you points go, you want to go there. All you got to do is win. You want to go there, then go there. And make sure you share your screen so we can understand what, what's really going on. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, well, let me give the listeners a little bit of an update. So your boy went 2-0 and in both leagues, but we're at a crossroads in Dynasty. We're talking about the redraft league for you guys, but in Dynasty, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a partial rebuild. I just traded Diggs. I'm like I was two and four. I won this week three and four. I have the most points scored in the league, but can't catch a win, so I gotta sell. But I also don't own any of my draft picks, so I don't care to to lose every game. So I'm playing to win. Why not? I'm doing a little soft rebuild though. Get Diggs out there. Get a couple picks back. Nick doesn't know what the hell to do. He's got the middest four and three team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Second least points scored. And uh, and John is boots, so he's going to trade for Josh Allen next year. He says, "I'm tanking on purpose." I the listeners know this. They but know what there the you deal have is. it. There you have it. I got uh, I got I got some rookie quarterbacks that are that are not the best. First of all, we're <laughs> we're dealing with Anthony Richardson. We're dealing with Anthony Richardson, who's like a kamikaze pilot out there in quarterback position. <laughs> and Bryce <laughs> and Bryce Young is looking about as uh, as mid as ever. And uh, Brock Purdy is my team, pretty much. That's that's my whole team. But somehow I have the most second. They're the most points scored in the league now. That makes sense. Somebody want to talk to me on this podcast or what? Well, I'm hoping you guys can keep it going. I'm, I'm trying right, to figure I'm, this I'm out. I'm trying to look at something real quick to say something. So you know how we're um, – I found it. You know how we talked about how we don't know that Luke's team is 0-7? And, and in those seven weeks, six games, he's lost by less than 10 points. You want to talk about having bad luck. Me? So here's here's my formula for, for fantasy football. It's about 30% – Drafting a good team, five percent waiver wires, and sixty-five percent luck. Sixty-five percent luck—that's kind of high. I think it's all luck. So, do you do you put into the conversation of players staying healthy as in luck? Yes, most definitely. So. Anthony Richardson out for the year is just unlucky to you? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't say it's all unluck. All right, so explain. He's running around as a quarterback as if he's Derrick Henry as a running back. I mean, he's dude's not making the right decisions. Yeah, do I know that when I draft him? Uh, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I don't think players getting injured is all just unlucky. John, are you listening to this? Because I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I have no clue. He sounds like he's it's a word scrabble, scrabble right now. I'm just <laughs> saying, I don't I don't think get, getting hurt is all just unlucky. 
dude, what is it? Is it a skill to get hurt? Like, I don't get it. It's, it's, you don't draft them to get, to stay healthy. Like, it's, didn't it's say an accident. anything about a draft. No, but I'm saying, like, building a team and r- going through the season in fantasy is the majority luck. It's all, it's, it's the majority of it is luck. You could put together a great team. You could draft the best team ever. You'd be the number one team in the league on draft night. If three of your guys get hurt for the season, that's unlucky. I mean, I guess. You could have made the best, you could have made the best pick in the best moment. Round two of the draft. CMC falls to you, bro. You're licking your chops, you pick CMC and then he's out for the year. Yeah, you, you had the best draft because you got CMC in the second round. But he's hurt. Just a hypothetical. I don't I don't want that man to get hurt because he's very dynamic. <laughs> yeah, I can't find it, Jimmy. I'm sorry. All right. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter because my team last year was good, um, and I got unlucky because that's the name of fantasy. And your team is good this year, and you're gonna get unlucky. The Diamondbacks are up one nothing, by the way. Who hit a Who hit a bomba? Uh, it was a uh, Christian Walker fielder's choice. Corbin Carroll scored. Um. All right. You want to do uh week seven power week eight power rankings? Sure. We're doing top five or top uh, ten. I mean, we could do top ten without an explanation, or we could do top Uh, five with an explanation. Let's do top five with explanation. I like that better. It definitely has changed. Absolutely. All right. Who wants to go first? Any of you guys? Um. Let's see. I have number five. I'm going with the Ravens. Number five. Number five, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson believer. I mean, I think just based off everyone else, how they're performing, um, I mean, they just smoked the Lions, who I had at number five last week. Still, I'm still not high on the Jaguars. I still think they are uh, a fraud. Um, I mean, I think with the weapons that Lamar Jackson has this year, he's proven to show that he's a top quarterback in the league and can get his team a win. All right. Um, at number five, I as well have the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson is playing at an MVP level right now. Um, they ax- absolutely smoked the Lions, which I did not expect. Um, Lions looked really good. Um, they were in my top five last week. And uh, yeah, Lam- um, that was a statement game for the Ravens. Um, so they're they're my number five as of this week. Hmm. This is tough. This is tough. Am I going to do it? No, I, I think you should do, do it. I can't do that in all honesty. Yeah, they got to be they got to be the number 1 team. Number 5 team. This is a this is a very strong conference. I'm going all the way down to the Miami Dolphins. From 1 to 5, and here's why. Dolphins have beaten nobody this season. They've played seven games and have five wins against teams. Basura. So, what does that mean? They go into uh, into Philly and they lose against the Eagles. They played a real team and lost. Yeah, they played against the refs. They played against the refs. They had a ten penalties to the Eagles zero. So, I think that makes sense. Number five, Dolphins. All right. Nick, your number four. My number four is. 
I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins, number four. Um, like Jimmy said, they've played two good teams and uh, lost. You know, the Eagles game was unfortunate. Um, but I, I, to me, their their defense just isn't good enough compared to the top three teams in the league. I agree. I'm going Finns at four. Um, we haven't been able to beat anyone good. Much as I love the Dolphins, would love to put them at three. Uh, I think the number th- what three team is still a bit better all around. Um, but I I think I'm very hopeful for the Dolphins. Uh, they have a lot of players that will be coming back off the injury list, which we'll kind of get into a little later. Uh, but yeah, Dolphins at four. All right, well, for my number four team, you're going to find a little bit of a trend in my, uh, in my rankings here. Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I like winning streaks. Baltimore's on a two-game winning streak. They have a plus 74 scoring differential, five and two. Just a, a good team all around. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson is is who he is, right? He's a dual threat quarterback. He's gonna he's gonna hurt you on the ground. He's gonna hurt you through the air. He's playing like uh, like his contract says he should play. So, shout out to him. What's more, number four. All right, number three. I. I'm honestly going to take the San Francisco 49ers at number three. You know, they come off a tough loss against Cleveland. They play Minnesota Vikings, who were two and four entering. And all around, they just looked like absolute shit. This was uh, not a good week if you were a 49ers fan. Um, they were out with Debo, um, but their defense, I don't think they played one good snap that entire game. It's fair. That's fair. I'll give you my number three. My number three is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Four-game winning streak. Looking good. Trevor Lawrence looking good. Travis Etienne looking good. That's a good team. I'm sorry. Just uh, just wait till wait till uh, wait till they keep winning. I, I got say. I got the Niners at three. Um. I think they were number one on my list last week. Um, Drop down to three just because um, they, I don't know what's going on with them. The defense doesn't look as dominant as it did early on. I know we're still only, you know, seven weeks into the season, uh, but the defense doesn't look as dominant. Brock Purdy looks real regular without all his weapons. Um, And Trent Williams at left tackle. Um, Two crucial interceptions on a, game-ending drives. So, yeah, um, I'm not on ho- as high on the 49ers as I was a week ago. Uh, they're my number three. Okay. Um, my number two is the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to do two one at the same time or no? Two one at the same time? All right. Eagles are my number two, and the Kansas City Chiefs are my number one. Now, the Eagles beat the Dolphins 31-17. They got a lot of help from the refs. Um, I mean, I think if the game is played fair, Eagles probably still win, but it's definitely a one possession, uh, win. And with the injuries the Dolphins have, especially on defense, I think beating them one possession is not really that good. Um, so I think the Eagles are a little hype, um, without their push tush play. I think they are mid, um, that's my take on the Eagles and the chiefs, Patty Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are just untouchable. They, they gotta be the best duo in the league. The defense looks good again. Um, they played the Chargers, which I thought the Chargers would have a better season. 
they beat them by what 14 17 something like that so chiefs look really good this year through seven weeks yeah man uh niners they're down to six for me so it's got to be the same top two with the eagles and then the at number two and then the chiefs number one um you can't say anything against the chiefs because they just keep finding ways to to win um you know, Pat Mahomes looks like the dog that he's always been. Travis Kelsey shows up every time Taylor Swift's there. So, you know, there's some love in the air. But, um, yeah, I, and I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles are really good. Um, they're very close. I think it's like one A, one B for me, in all honesty. So, that's what I got for you. I won too. I'm gonna be opposite of you guys. <clears throat> I'm put the Eagles at number one, um, just because. Um, football games are won in the trenches, right? Um, I think the Eagles have the best O-line, D-line duo. Um, and I think that gives them advantage over pretty much every single team. Um, as of right now, they, they look great against a mediocre Dolphins passing defense. They did lose to the Jets last week. Um, but the Jets do have a very good defense. Um, the Chiefs... Um, to me, they're one-dimensional. I know it, it works every single week, but if you're able to take Travis Kelsey out of the game, if possible, um, I think that will create a lot of problems for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, so I'm going to have the Eagles at one and the Chiefs at two. The question is, how do you take Travis out of the game? <laughs> I that, mean, you, you can't, you can't like, triple team him because then you're going you're to leave a wide receiver open. No, yeah, I mean, send that, more people because then he's just going to be wide open. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really think there's a way to stop him. I mean, there's definitely a way. There's There was no a way. way teams figured out how to stop the Dolphins. There's a way to stop everything. These guys, these defensive coaches, these head coaches um, are some of the most brilliant people in the world. Um, not in terms of like, you know, certain areas but in football they are the most brilliant people they can obviously figure out a way to you know take away travis kelsey um there there has to be a way how long does it take i mean mean, it'll take a lot it's been going on for this what three four years now it'll take a lot um and it's not going to be easy but i don't know i think that's the only way they they're beating people right now Travis Kelsey doesn't have a good game. I mean, who else do they have? Rasheed Rice. Uh, he's he's up and coming. He's had a good few games, but like Sky Moore, no, sure. Darius for Tony, sure. MVS. It's very MVS. it's very light. It's light. It's not like an AJ Brown and Devontae Smith or a Tyreek and Waddle or Amonra um, and Jameson Williams or a Debo and Ayuk. You know what I mean? Like. All these teams kind of have like that duo. They, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that. Like, I wouldn't even say that Rasheed Weiss, Weiss, <laughs> Rasheed Rice is, could be like the secondary player. I still think he's like a number three receiver, in my opinion. He just has Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with Travis Kelsey is he's just built different. Like, I mean, not only is he performing on the field very consistently, but like with everything that's going around and in in, like around him right now, he still shows up, falls out, you know, and, and does his job. So he, he's he's built different. He's built for this. So taking him out the game is quite difficult, um, especially when he's just that big and can create that much space. So um, I don't know what Nick's 
gasping about, but we're going to find out here in a second. I just saw that uh, the Rams released their kicker. Yeah, Brett Maher. What happens what? when you go four for four in a game? You mean 0 for 4? He made all four field goals and he got released. I'm so serious. It says he got released after three missed kicks and loss. Oh, he was 0 for 4? I thought he was 4 for 4. <laughs> I think he was 1 for 4. I was laughing. I saw the Dude stat. Dude missed two 50-plus yard field goals and an extra point, And he gets released? That's rough. <clears throat> I mean, That's it's not rough. like they were give-me's. That's rough. All right, I, I got a, a rough leash. I got a few football topics for you guys, just to get through, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, but guys, what's your what's your thoughts on the tush push? Are you guys a fan of it? Do you think it's like cheating, or are you kind of on the side of um, if every team could do it, they would do it? What, what's your thoughts? Like, should it be taken out the game? What do you guys think? I think if you're gonna run a play like that, the quarterback has to have some kind of part of his body on the ground. I don't think it's fair that he's able to just, you know, lay on his lineman and have people push him across because because technically he's not doing anything. It's not really a play. Okay. Disagree. Um, I think some plays are. I think some things are done for safety. This isn't one of them. I think like the the touchbacks, like the increase in touchbacks and stuff like that, is safer for these returnmen and, and gunners and stuff like that. Um, and I think other plays are like blocked or or not allowed because of um, advantage, like the fumble ruski play where you could just like fumble forward and continue sending it forward for another guy to get it and just keep moving the ball forward that way. I think that's bullshit. Um, just a, a, a strategic advantage when you have a good O line and you have a strong quarterback and you got two tight ends or or AJ Brown and another tight end behind. Um, you know, your quarterback pushing them over the pile. That's a competitive advantage. If you got an O-line that makes the room, you got a couple strong guys behind the quarterback who's also strong to get them over the line. Why is that why is that an illegal play to you? I don't I don't get it. So I I agree with you, Jimmy. Um as much as I hate the play, um I hate it because we can't do it. Um it works every time. So if every team could do it, why not do it? Like if it's a fourth and one, it's automatic for them. Literally automatic. It's the same reason why a lot of teams can't run the Dolphins' offense because they don't have speed like us. It's a competitive advantage over another team. That's all it is at the end of the day. It shouldn't be illegal. Um, more teams should use it. I mean, if if you have a strong line and a big quarterback, why not? It's automatic. Right? Am I wrong? What do you think, Nick? Listen, I gave my take. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I mean, I don't think it should. I don't think it's a play. I mean, it's basically saying, you know, I don't know. Just this is probably a bad example, but say you take someone who's really small, you know, and you can carry him. You give him the football, and now someone's carrying him and just running around with him on the field. That's that's gonna be that's gonna be legal. I mean, Jalen Hurts is doing nothing but taking the ball from the center and just basically laying down in like air, or like on top of people. No, he's moving. They, they always say no. that the reason why this works is because he could he could like squat like seven hundred pounds or some shit. So you're gonna tell me Jalen Hurts is running through linemen in that play to get a yard and a half? 
It does move. <laughs> like, yeah, his initial the move ground, is like... to lean forward, and then next thing, and then next thing you know, you see AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard pushing him two, three yards. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of it. All right. Well, I feel like I feel like what enables it is Kelsey. Try. Yeah. I think. Um. I think it's the O line. The O line, like Kelsey opening up the hole. He just get right over the A gap. Yeah. That's all it is. I don't know. I just think it's a competitive <laughs> advantage. I don't think it's cheating. No, I I, I agree. I want to um, say it's cheating. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, it sucks to go against it because you're not stopping it. There, I don't think there's any way to stop that play. Uh, there isn't, honestly. There is no way to stop that. Because it's not yeah, like well, it's not like a defender can jump over the pile and stop him because Jalen Hurts is on the bottom of it. The only way, yeah. like. I could think of is like you chop block all the linemen and then someone jumps over and tries to drop Jalen Hurts. That's the only way, but it, it'll never work. <laughs> you can't you can't touch the linemen to get over them anymore. Yeah, exactly. You can only, you can only hurdle without touching them. Exactly. Now, do you think this so. play is going to cause injury? I mean, to it anyone? hasn't yet. Giants. <laughs> Two players were injured when the Giants tried the brotherly shove. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. That's why the I mean, teams that, honestly, that it. would happen to the Giants. It's always my teams, bro. Like, why are my teams like the laughing stock of the league and always jokers? We're the jokers of everything. As your account. Giants and Mets. Giants and Mets. If I have any advice for you people listening, don't ever be a Giants or a Mets fan. Neither one. Never mind them <laughs> together. Just neither one. Yourself a favor. Hey, at least you've witnessed two rings in your lifetime from the Giants. Yeah, I guess. Come on, you gotta admit that at least. I guess. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's like what, was, what, we're, was yeah, I expecting just... us to win when we were when the Patriots came into the Super Bowl seventeen and zero? Did you absolutely think that not? I, I, absolutely. I gave no chance to the Giants. <laughs> I wonder what the line was at that time. It had to be like ten and a half or something. For how I don't even know. He also witnessed one of the greatest know. catches in NFL history. Yep. Who? Who were the greatest catches in NFL history? Manningham and David Tyree. No, Tyree and Odell Beckham. That wasn't in the playoffs. It doesn't matter about the playoffs. Oh. I just had the greatest ca- one of the greatest oh. catches of all I time. Thought, I thought you liked men playoffs. No. Who were the greatest oh. catches of all time, Nick Men? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I've only seen one of them, so. All right, I got well, one I'm more just, top. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just glad. I'm just glad he's into football now because we could actually talk to him a little bit. You know, I exactly. don't care that he's a Dolphins fan. I don't care that he bandwagons with you. I just, I just like talking sports with you, bro. There's a difference between being a bandwagon and cheering for the team that your friend enjoys to cheer for. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. You just will never cheer for the Yankees, so. No. At least I know you're a real one. No. I'll check um, for the Mets before the Yankees. Hell yeah. That's 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 what? Whatever. Um, okay, next topic. Alright. Now this is this is one I want to talk a little bit about. I know we got little time left. Um but do you guys think Brock Purdy and Tua Tagaviola are products of their system? Or good quarterbacks. You pick two stupid comparisons. 
No, because the 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 whole thing out there is that one, Tua and one Brock obviously is one obviously is and one obviously is not. Okay, who is and who is not? Who do you think? I don't know. Brock Brock Purdy is not proven. He's not necessarily like his big big arm strength throws for like you know really good accuracy. Or or tons of touchdowns and low low interceptions, bro. He's got a cast of people around him, like no other. Yes, the Dolphins do too, but Tua has shown like promise of greatness. Also, he's leading the league in pretty much every quarterback stat. So yeah, that also doesn't hurt. I think Brock Purdy is good, but he doesn't put up fifty points. He doesn't have the capability of throwing for five hundred yards, like air yeah. yards, like Tua can. Yeah. Um. Could it happen? Will it, would I like to see it happen? Sure, because then my dynasty team will win. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that that's a fair comparison. I think. I think. Uh, I think Brock Purdy is definitely more of a system quarterback than Tua. I think Brock Purdy's good, and I don't think he's actually a system quarterback. But that's just my opinion. Well, I wasn't really comparing them. It was more like because the whole narrative out is like they're both products of their system. They both play well in that kind of Shanahan style offense, and it's tailored around them. And that's kind of what I'm at. Because a lot, um, someone on a, a show said basically, if Tua was to become a free agent, only like four, like probably three or four other t- teams would be interested in signing him. Um, and then same for Brock Purdy. Um, so that's that's why I brought that up. But Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean. From what I've seen, I would say that Brock Purdy is definitely more systematic. Um, he doesn't hasn't really proved much to me that he could do it without the players he has. Uh, my biggest thing is if you take him off that team, you know, put him on a mid team. I don't think he starts his career out ten and one, ten and two, whatever he is. Um, Tua, I mean, Tua is like Jimmy said, he's leading the league in almost every QB stat. Um, everybody said, oh, Tua can only you know, throw the ball 10 to 15 yards and watch his, his wide receivers run this year. He's proven that he could throw the ball 30 plus yards. I mean, I get that, you know, the dolphins also have a good core, you know, they have Tyreek Waddle, you know, the fastest people in the league. So why not just throw it 10 to 15 yards? But I think he's proven that he could do more than just that and still, uh, let make the dolphins like produce and win games. So, I mean, I, obviously I don't get, um, four teams only wanting to take Tua. Um, I think a big part of that would probably have to concern with what he went through last year. Um, but I don't, I think if he doesn't do, if he didn't go through what he did last year, I think half the league would want Tua compared to not half the league wanting Brock Purdy. Yeah. And like one more thing, isn't the whole point of designing an offense to design it around the players that you have. If you happen to have fantastic skill position players, don't you want to make it easier for the quarterback to be able to deliver it to those skill position players and let them eat? Low when you have Tyreek Hill who's blazing fast, or you have CMC who's the best running back in the league, period, bar none, scores a touchdown every single freaking game and and frustrates me because he's not on my fantasy team. Like, yeah, you're gonna give it to him. Just just give him to him. It make it easy. Yeah, I mean you got Tyreek and yeah, well Tyreek and Waddle that run almost 20 miles an hour. Tyreek a little bit more. Why are you going to make him run 20 miles an hour for 40, 45 yards? Now, now he catches the ball. And now he's gassed. You know, let him let him catch the ball within 15 yards. Juke a defender, and now it's a 60 yard play. 
Yeah, I I mean I agree with both of you. Um, I I definitely would say Brock Purdy's more of a system quarterback. I also don't think Brock Purdy's bad. Um, you know, you still have to win those games. Yeah, you know, the regular season, what was he like ten and zero until the loss uh, the week before, um, something like that. You still have to win those games. So I don't think he's bad. Um, I just think like I hate when people say system quarterback, right? Because what an offensive co- what a team does really is when they draft a quarterback, they build that team around that quarterback. Um, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is different. He's an anomaly. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen, and we will ever see in our lifetime. Um, but that's the thing: if it's not Patrick Mahomes, you are building your team around that quarterback. Um, so maybe yeah, if if Tua was to go to a different team, maybe he doesn't do as well. It, it's possible because that's not his system. That's not what he knows. Um, same with Brock Purdy. Um, but yeah, I, I would say um, the way Tua is playing this year and the stats and leading pretty much every quarterback stat category, um, I, I don't think he's a system quarterback. You still have to make those throws. Um, he has pinpoint accuracy. I, I think it's probably the best accuracy in the league. Tyreek literally said he has better accuracy than Pat Mahomes. Um, whether I believe it or not, um, I'm going to believe it because it's Tyreek and Tyreek's him. Um, but yeah, I would, I would, I would say Brock Purdy maybe is a, is systematic quarterback, but who knows? I mean, he's, uh, undrafted, he's undrafted or seventh round. I, I forgot. He was Mr. Purdy was Mr. He was Relevant. Mr. Relevant. That's right. He was Mr. Relevant. Last, last pick in the draft. Last pick in the draft. Um, so basically he, he meant nothing to the 49ers and now he's their, you know, quarterback to lead them to the Super Bowl. So who knows? I mean I don't I don't think either of them are system quarterbacks. That's what I would put it at. But we will put it at one is better than the other. Uh, yeah, I would say two is better than Brock Purdy. I would start rather start a team with two than Brock Purdy. Bar- barring injuries. Right. And and length and duration of career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys want to talk about anything else or wrap it up? I think that's all we have to say for this week. Good, Jimmy. Go Giants. Giants beat sure. Jets. Go Giants. You know, uh, I got a, I got a uh, standings update. <clears throat> week seven in the NFL. Just week seven, though. Dolphins, 0-1. Giants, 1-0, baby. Let's go. Let's ride. Oh, hey, it's the battle of the two New Jersey teams. Right, both play in Jersey. This week, yeah, this week, two New Jersey teams: got? New Jersey, New Jersey Giants versus the New York, New Jersey Detropolitans. Um, and I got the New Jersey Giants coming on top. Tyrod Taylor's playing his ass off, spreading the ball around a little bit, getting uh, getting Wandale Robinson involved. They need to Jaylen get Jalen Hyatt the ball more, please. He's gonna be good. Is the truth? He can He's a little speedster. And he's and then, big. He's a big dude. Darren Waller. Darren Waller also uh, making those end zone catches. That's what we need. That's what we need. Yeah. I get us close. Waller for the score. Run it up the gut with Saquon. I mean, who says no? Who you got, Nick? I think the Jets defense is going to say no. <laughs> I got the uh, I got the Jets winning twenty four seventeen. Okay. 
Um, score, score choice too. I am going to take the New York Giants. I think Tyrod Taylor leads this team to victory. And then we have a quarterback controversy in New York. Stop it. Um, I think the Giants win um, 24 to 21. Calling it 24 to 21 Giants win. It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points for, uh, let's, let's for get a Zach Wilson. Let's get a, a point from Jimmy. I'm going to go. Obviously, obviously 20 points is too much. Go. Uh, you know what's crazy? The Giants defense is coming around. I don't want to say anything, but I think we're going to win this week, and I think we're going to go on. We're going to continue going on a little run because I think the oh, Giants we is. This, we heard this story before. Giants defense finally looking like a unit out there, so I think they hold the Jets to fourteen. Zach Wilson, Asura, um, and I think Tyrod Taylor gets us just enough. Seventeen fourteen. Seventeen fourteen. Well, folks, there's your uh, our. Local teams' predictions of the week. Um, thank you for listening. Oh, we, uh, we don't need to do Dolphins predictions. LSU Dolphins predictions. Um, uh, wherever it is. Uh, Dolphins Patriots in Miami. I'm taking the Dolphins win 31 to 20. Wow. 20 points for the Patriots. They I'm put going up 29 against Buffalo. 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 <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> Uh, Dolphins win 28-14. 38 to 10. Blowout. Damn. Dolphins. They they say they say uh we're taking this shit out on the Patriots, huh? Yep. Tyreek Hill, three tuts. Three? Yeah, running back's gonna get a tut. I don't know which one, because there's a one A and one B over there. Yeah. And then Jeff Nick- Wilson, who uh who John wants to trade to Nick. He's literally one B. <laughs> He's literally one Jeff B. Wilson? Jeff Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because what's his name got hurt? That's why. HN. HN. Yeah. Hey, he's one B for two and a half weeks. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get into this next week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but Nick, rather start Antonio Gibson every week. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your Wednesday evening. Uh, make sure to check us out on all our social media platforms. And uh, we love y'all. We'll be back next week. We got a. Uh, Another exciting episode coming. Peace out.